0: uh, A two-day weekend is not good for us.
1: Here, here. How much better it'd be for us? Whoa, whoa, whoa. What are they going toward? A one-day weekend? Or, like, (laughs) longer before I, uh, you know, come down on
0: this? A four-day work week would be be better for society, traffic, health, all kinds of different things. Let's all come together on this. Republicans, Democrats, the other people. So, uh, more on that coming up. Freak libertarians. Man tries to roll under passing freight train like in the movies. Police say. (laughs) Gee, what happened? So
1: So stay tuned for uh, that. Darwin Award winner. You know, I've made an important decision. Just in the last couple of minutes. Saul on the road to Damascus stuff. I mean, transition. Life transition. Would you call it an epiphany? Yes. Wow. I would. Except you have already, and I hate to be redundant. I'm going to do sports talk from now on, starting at this moment. (laughs) I'm going to break down the NFC West for you. We'll start there and then the AFC West. When's the NFL season start? Any minute now. <laughs> well, it's the end of August so in a, a week or two, right? I don't know. I have no idea. Ooh. I don't follow sports anymore. Yeah. Well, okay. Soon. Any minute now. Positive. Sean is checking. You're a sportsy guy, but you're not a big NFL guy, right? No, I've fallen off the NFL uh, for a couple of seasons now. Is it now. The, the, the wife beating or the. Uh, the, brain the kneeling. Back? Sean's
0: Ooh. a big. Uh, National anthem guy. No, nah, I well, it's the NFL is
2: Briefly. really death by a thousand paper cuts. There isn't there any sort of single thing that I can point to that said that was the. But it was uh, it was you just losing interest. The the brain thing was a big of it. The same hits that I used to cheer for now I'm like, oh, I know what that does. Yeah. Wow, interesting. Yeah, yeah you're a man of conscience, clearly.
0: So, it's hard to get out of sports when you've really been into it, but once you're out, it's easy to stay out because you don't know who anybody is. September 6th. Like it would be, it'd be a tremendous amount of effort for me to get into watching the NFL because
1: mm-hmm. I don't know who anybody is. Boy, I still love baseball, though. Yeah, I really do love cool. that game. Uh, anyway, uh, love what you love, and uh, welcome to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Glad you're here. We won't actually do sports talk. As long as it's not soccer. Just just be serious. <laughs> <laughs> it's a beautiful game, Jack. It's like a ballet. It's uh, beloved all over the world. Uh, I just, I'm, I'm trying to psych up to do this story about this eight-year-old uh, girl, uh, Wilmette, Illinois, which is a suburb of Chicago. It's a, a very nice suburb. It's uh, safe and, 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 you know, reasonably affluent, but kind of normalish. And eight-year-old girl out walking her family dog for a stroll alone, uh, partly because they'd gotten a dog, and mom's agreement with the kids was, if we're going to get a dog, you're going to help with the chores. Sure. You're going to walk the thing, et cetera.
0: Do we have a time of day? Was um, it three in the morning?
1: No. Oh, no, 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 no. It was, it was you know, it was, that is not a factor in the story. Okay. I don't remember specifically, but it's not a factor. So here's this eight-year-old little girl. Corey's her name. Um, taking the family dog for a walk. Neighbor calls the cops. Said, it looks like uh, there's a five-year-old walking a dog all alone. And then, see, now listen. If you're going to approach this from outragey conservative-slash-libertarian-radio, you talk about how a neighbor called and, and the cops showed up, which is true. And the cops said, Oh, everything's fine, sorry to bother you. And went back to like stopping crimes or, or arresting bad people. But then That's bad enough, but you'd right. get over it. Yeah. Yeah. And and the cops listen. Most cops are gonna say, Yeah, we got a call, we had to check. Sorry I'd, immediate,
0: to you. I'd immediately be thinking, which of my freaking weirdo neighbors is gonna
1: call the police every time right. my kids are playing in the yard? And and again, if we were gonna do the story from the outrage point of view, we'd leave out this next part. Well, I'll leave it out first. So the cops leave, but Child Protective Services steps in and the government launched an investigation. Well, that's because the same crazy ass neighbor apparently when the cops said everything's fine, called Child Protective Services, or whatever they call it in Illinois, and said, yeah, and she's been out in the middle of the night playing in a parking lot alone or something, which is mm-hmm. not true. Um, and and so then they, they investigated it, and listen, and, and mom was cleared, there's no weirdness, there's no punishment, there's no taking the kids out of the home or anything like that, but... I've never dealt with this sort of thing. I'd imagine it is incredibly oh, yeah. vexing, hurtful, and stressful. Oh, it'd be
0: tough to answer those questions uh, in a calm way. Right.
1: Right. Because you just know the way the government handles it. Well, exactly. You know, maybe they got a kind, compassionate, and wise uh, state worker investigating the case. Or maybe they got kind of a a mildly verbally abusive drone idiot. You don't know, but you would have to uh, just hold your tongue like you've never held it before. It'd be an incredibly angering experience. I I wish we
0: could find the sweet spot between this and, you know, 20 kids chained inside the house and not fed, and the neighbors have wondered about it for years. Or
1: abused over and over again, v- bruises at school, and in, the, the state yeah. knew there was neglect, and they end up dead, killed by the b- boyfriend. And Can in some find, cases, yeah, Child Ground.
0: Protective Services have been out there many times, and nothing happens. I mean, I wish we could find a sweet spot between those two. Yeah.
1: So, you know, honestly, the story which initially outraged me, because these always do, um,
0: it it appears mostly then,
1: to be a story about a lunatic neighbor. It
0: happens now and then, it, though. It
1: absolutely does.
0: Kids playing, and two kids are playing in the park, and somebody calls the police.
1: Yeah, and and by the way, specifically, mom was fine because of laws that have been passed saying the kid has got to be, uh, where is the quote? It's the problem with online stories. I can't highlight them right. Um, that it's got to be, you know, grievously neglectful. Walking a dog ain't it. There was a good article, and I think, you know, one
0: of your newspapers where you wouldn't expect this, New York Times, Washington Post, uh, some mom talking about, I should be able to leave my five-year-old sitting in the car while I run in the store in a safe neighborhood. Right. My mom and dad did. Nobody thought it was crazy. And nothing bad happened. And nothing bad happened. Nothing bad's going to happen. Yeah. Have we just decided that that... that Then pass a law and say you can't do it, but it's legal and, and somebody called the police. Well... Because she went in the store. Right. She could see the car. It happens all the time. In a, in a neighborhood with no traffic, you know, yeah. You know, of course it happens all the time. I remember all the time my brother and I sit in the car while my mom was grocery shopping. Right. You know, because we didn't want to walk around the freaking grocery store.
1: Uh-uh. So we sat in the car. So, and listen, if you're, you know, uh, on the younger side, maybe you don't realize this, but we all, and listen, we're not 80 years old. I still play in a rock and roll band. I can leap like eight inches in the air. <laughs> I'm a youthful man. <laughs> I'm uh, wearing a really tight, sexy shirt. Oh, my God, yes. Sexy doesn't begin to describe it. Uh, but uh, we all used to walk to school as kindergartners. Kindergartners. I walked, I don't know what it was. It might have been a mile. Um, Uphill both ways? Uh, yeah, in the snow. And, and and everybody was fine. But we that was an era where you rarely bumped up against the government. Now it's a constant rubbing to the point of being blistered up against regulations and laws and rules and some bureaucrat yelling at you or whatever, to the point that Utah, and maybe you heard this last year, enacted a law, free-range parenting law, essentially. The measure, sponsored by Utah State Senator, my name's cooler than yours, Lincoln Fillmore. Oh, that's pretty good. Please. I would give, like, long, stentorian speeches everywhere I went. I'd be in the line at the grocery store even as we check out our groceries uh, well, we, we embrace the right Lincoln Fillmore's here again to check out groceries <laughs> uh, it exempts the from the definition of child neglect various activities children can do without supervision can you ma- see this is this is the absolute 50-50 wobbler should I go crazy that this is necessary or should I be grateful that somebody did it It exempts from the definition of child neglect various activities children can do without supervision. We have to have an affirmative statement of this is not neglect, permitting, quote, a child whose basic needs are met and who is of sufficient age and maturity to avoid harm or unreasonable risk of harm to engage in independent activities. Those activities include, and again, they had to pass a law. They had, I've made my decision. They had to pass a law saying children can, quote, walk, run, or bike to and from school, travel to commercial or recreational facilities, play outside. They passed an effing law that said kids can play outside and remain at home unattended. The law does not say what the sufficient age is. That is unbelievable. One final troubling uh, modern note. Here's a picture in the Washington Post of mom and daughter flying to New York City to be on Good Morning America. <laughs> mom! Mom! <laughs> You're not a bad mom for letting your kid walk the dog you're a bad mom for taking her on good morning America I don't care if they promised you a trip to New York
0: oh I gotta get to that girl's name that has dropped uh, dropped uh, very much in popularity and why in America mm. uh, for naming your girl but so if you you're probably thinking uh, marijuana's legal now I went to jail for it 15 years ago I gotta Conviction on the record. Well, they might get rid of those. Expunge them? Is that the right word?
1: It's close enough. (laughs) We'll talk with
3: Jim Roop about
0: that coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
3: Armstrong and Getty.
1: The conscience of the nation.
3: The Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: I'll tell you right now. So this girl's name, uh, there were uh, 6,000 people named their girl Alexa in 2015. Oh, 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 it's cut in almost half. Oh, boy. Because some of the obvious reasons. Yeah. Yeah. If you if you said, it's our new little baby girl, Alexa. Well, first of all, your Alexa is going to say, yes, what can I help you with? And then secondly, whoever you tell is going to make some sort of wisecrack.
1: Yes, you just don't need everyone will. You don't need that. Why? Who came up with the idea of, let's give it a girl's name? Who is amused or intrigued or, like, finds it endearing that you call your iPhone Siri? <laughs> I don't know. Who gives on ass? I mean, seriously. iPhone. Uh, how, uh, where can I find a hardware store near here? Which is a thing I actually needed over the weekend. Why is it better to call it a girl's name? I, I they know. want us to have companionship.
2: Can I call mine Butch?
1: Why is it always a girl? I'd like to have a buddy with me. Hey,
2: Butch! There's a theory on on why that is. Okay, we'll stay tuned for that. Okay.
1: Is it a harebrained theory? Yeah. All right. Please welcome Westwood One's uh, Jim Rupp, who joins us. Apparently, the state of California, uh, continuing the trend of decriminalizing crime, is going to look back into the record books and expunge various people's records or something like that. Hello, Jim. What's happening?
4: (laughs) Yes. Uh, it's, just, it's not as grim as that, uh, but yeah, you're, you're absolutely right. Prop 64, when that was passed, uh, also kind of made it, uh, made it made it possible for people who have been convicted of marijuana-related crimes up until uh, it was legal uh, to have those records expunged.
1: Prop 64 legalized the recreational use of marijuana.
4: Yes, it did. And, uh, but the process to do that is so rough and so hard on the individual that once their records cleaned up, uh, that the state of California now is possibly going to be doing it automatically for them. The process had been that if, you want, if you've been convicted of a marijuana crime, uh, in fact, there were between 2006 and 2015 alone, nearly a half a million people were arrested for marijuana offenses yet only uh, maybe less than 5000 have applied to have their records cleaned up because it's really hard to do you have to contact Yeah, first of all you have to understand that you're eligible to have that done secondly you have to contact the courts you have to get all the paperwork together you have to get fingerprinted again you have to take time off from work for a hearing all of that to get right. your record Well are uh, we are, right are,
0: Well first of all are we talking about like people who <laughs> who got caught with a a trailer truck with 50 tons of marijuana. They were sneaking in from Mexico. Are we talking about, we worked with a girl. Now, this was years ago, but we worked with a girl. She's uh, at a Tom Petty concert sitting in the parking lot. She and her friend look around. They fire one up. Immediately, uh, undercover cops come up to their windows, pound on the glass. Oh, for the love of God. They get arrested. For right. smoking adjoint at Tom Petty concert. Surely that sort of thing is going to be exposed. And, yeah. and, and I don't even know what that does to your record if that makes your insurance rates higher. It, it, well, in short, where's the
1: line? Do we know? Yeah.
4: If you have, I mean, if you have a conviction of any crime, it's hard for you to get a job sometimes, or get a loan, or get a home, or whatever it may be. But again, you have to be eligible for this. So those girls would be eligible to have their records expunged. The guy who had fifty tons of it in the truck, no.
0: Well, <laughs> if, well, the, as far as the, if your if your boss isn't going to hire you because when you were twenty something you smoked a joint at a Tom Petty concert, you probably don't want to work there. But the can't it, harder to get a home loan and stuff. Yeah, that sucks. That's no good.
4: Yeah, because if it's if there are certain rules about you can't hire someone if they have a conviction, you know, no matter what the conviction was, it's still a conviction, and a lot of people don't get around the rules. But the idea that that Rob Bonta wants to do, the Assemblyman uh, Rob Bonta, he wants to make the state responsible for cleaning up those records. So instead of the instead of the onus being on the person who was convicted uh, to have to go through the process of having their records expunged, the state Department of Justice would have to. Uh, would have to identify all the folks who are eligible, then notify the courts of that, and then the courts then hand those eligible people over to the DA's office, who then would review whether they want to challenge those uh, cases or not. So I see this state senator
0: who is a Republican who says, this directs us to forget any prior behavior that was illegal. They should not be given a pass. Is that just playing to the anti-marijuana crowd, or is, is is the idea that it was a law and you broke the law?
1: Yeah, Jim yeah, Roop of uh, Westwood One. Jim, hey, thanks for the report. We're gonna we're gonna jump on the discussion. Thank Jim for us, please. Um Which I kinda get, but kinda don't. Well, there is the question, and this is purely an academic argument. I'm not saying this is my point of view, but there is the willingness to break the law. And if you break the law while it is the law, you are a law breaker. If society evolves and you decide You know, all right, we don't want that to be illegal anymore. Well, you can reconsider it, but it's not automatically you get a free. Well, how about
0: because when when they when they started expunging people's records who got busted for being gay in public, right? Back back when that was against the law, public gays, even in San Francisco, it could be against you could get arrested for being gay. Um, Clearly. You expunge those records, right? You mm. you wouldn't look. You don't. I don't. Did anybody look at that and say it was illegal at the time and you broke the law? So yeah. you're the you're a lawbreaker. No, no that that was re, that was a ridiculous
1: law. Sure. Um, in interracial marriage, etc. Is the
0: marijuana thing the same thing or not?
1: Um, in my opinion, it is. Because I think the, Old war Stoney on, Joe says so. the, the war on drugs, particularly as it pertains to marijuana, was a whole boatload of stupid. Um, it seems to me, and I'm not sure why a uh, concise answer to this effect wasn't possible, it seems to me that essentially if it's illegal now, they'll expunge it from the past so no it's it's not legal now to have a u-haul trailer full of mexican cartel marijuana so no you wouldn't get the
0: current law applies to whatever you did so it would have seemed. i
1: won't mention her name
0: but we we worked with this girl i remember when she got busted i just thought oh man that sucks that sucks how many people were smoking joints at the tom petty concert all of them and (laughs) or hundreds and hundreds of them and she missed the show and, and and you got the, you know, you got to pay a fine or just whatever fees that take off work oh. and go to court and the whole thing. And how much taxpayer money got spent on cops trying to catch a person smoking a joint before they go into the Tom Petty concert, and which I don't through want. The
1: legal system, all yeah. the paperwork and crap. Yeah, I know. I know. And if that would
0: hold up a home loan for some reason,
1: that really is ridiculous. Yeah, or, or have you ever been convicted of a crime? Yeah, I pled to simple possession of freaking marijuana. You would just get tired of filling it out. Would that keep you from buying a gun? I don't know. I don't know Depends either. where you are. Legally? Depends. Check your local and state ordinances. <laughs> Thank you. Excellent advice.
0: What is your advice always, Michael?
3: Do what's right for your family. That's right. Do what's best for your family. <laughs> <laughs>
0: anyway, that's interesting. It's interesting how times can change so fast. Again, we're not eighty years old, right? It wasn't that long ago that our coworker got busted for smoking marijuana at a Tom Petty concert, and now they're looking at making it
1: legal in retrospect. Sure. Yeah. 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 The things move quickly. We told this story. You got something? I got another pot-related thing. Just a lot real... of people were
0: guessing as to what a girl's name had dropped on the list. Some people guessed Stormy. <laughs> <laughs> Nobody's naming their daughter Stormy, Stormy. anymore. Stormy. <laughs> well,
1: if you want her to be a stripper, go ahead. Hilarious. Uh, so uh, we were talking to a, a gent who's a business person about uh, the marijuana industry and growing and the legality of it and the money and the banking. If you're familiar with the issues, you know what I'm talking about. But it was it was so, <laughs> so amazing, revealing, angry, that he was talking to another young entrepreneur about a, a grow farm, growing pot so people could smoke it and get high. And that seemed like a promising business proposition. But they ran into one uh, hurdle or another. And the money guy who I know said, Well, why don't we just grow hemp, industrial hemp, instead? And the guy said, No, uh, you, you want to get me in trouble? Because the laws for industrial hemp, which have no psychoactive qualities right. whatsoever, but were part of the paranoid, bizarro, anti-pot thing in the right. 20th century, they haven't updated those laws. Because nobody's as enthusiastic about hemp as they are about getting stoned, and so it hasn't caught up yet. But that's where the real re- legal risk is. How stupid is that? Quite. What do you,
3: so what's coming up in your news, Marshall? Michael Cohen's lawyer backing off on claims about what his client really knows about Trump and calls for the Pope to resign. Michael Cohen is. Yeah, yeah why,
0: why, why did Lanny Davis say that stuff? Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
4: Another joint.
0: So are you the sort of person that has watched the video from that uh, gamers event where the scumbag shot the other people? Have you watched the video? I haven't. I I don't see the need to watch that. No, I didn't seek it out. Uh, It's everywhere. They keep showing it on the news because we like violence porn. It's weird. It's weird to want to show that. What a horrifying thing.
1: Um... Uh, Just a a quick note to the the fine person who is, uh, like, texting us to email. You can use your text to send an email, I guess. Yeah, people do that all the time, and I'm confused. Um, Really appreciate people weighing in and being an active part of the show and all. And Love to hear your opinion, or if there's something we ought to be talking about, send us an email. Mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. That's great, but 15 in the last, like, 20 minutes? Too much! Too much! Fan.
0: Somebody likes the program. Too
1: much!
3: Let's get the news now with Marsha Phillips. Trying to clear things up, the Washington Post is reporting that Lanny Davis, the lawyer who represents former Trump attorney Michael Cohen, is walking back his claims that Cohen can confirm Donald Trump knew about
1: the Russian efforts to undermine the 2016 presidential election. So my memory's hazy on this stuff. Lanny Davis did make that claim. I know it was reported he made that claim. Yep. Yep. He made that claim. Okay.
3: Made headlines by claiming Cohen wanted to tell special counsel Robert Mueller Trump knew about the now infamous meeting with Russians at Trump Tower
1: ahead of time. Because the journalism is so bad these days. I mean, just because, you know, CNN says he said it. I don't know if he said it. Right. Davis told the Post
3: this weekend that while that may still be true, he really cannot confirm what Cohen knows and said he regretted not being more clear. Why do you think he did that? While that still may
0: be true, he can't confirm it? Well, it means he doesn't have any knowledge of it. It could be true. But yeah, I suppose I, I, uh, a lot it, of things not, could be Trump. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I don't have any right. knowledge
3: about it. <laughs> right. Wow. So, but so why did he say it initially? Yeah, he uh, apparently he was uh, you know talking to reporters on background is what they're saying now. But uh, he uh, was uh, saying a lot of things about what uh, what his client may know about Trump. You know, I
1: don't know why uh, he seems to be of the Giuliani model, and yeah. I don't want to be naive about this. I could easily picture there being some sort of weird arrangement where if you're a guy like Michael Cohen. And you're up against enormous legal slash financial risk. You get a a partisan uh, organization, like the one behind Lanny Davis, to say, listen, we'll take care of your legal stuff. You don't have to worry about that. We may even cover some of your fines. In return... Your quote-unquote lawyer is going to be an attack dog and a mouthpiece for our point of view while they appear as your mm. lawyer. It's like the Avenatti thing. What, right. Well, he's a creepy porn promoter. Um, I wonder if that's the relationship. So, Well, you know, if
0: nothing else, what Lanny Davis said about, and my client has knowledge of the Russia right. meeting. A hell of a lot more people heard that than the
1: retraction.
0: Well, my is understanding is
1: CNN hasn't retracted it yet, but that could be out of date. But
0: wouldn't know. it be, jeez, maybe 20% of the people that heard the initial story have heard the retraction? At most. I'm guessing. Yeah. Uh, I had one more thing on that. Tell you what, Lanny Putin's Davis, still doing a good job, because oh, I don't believe anything anymore. Have you heard yeah. Rush Limbaugh's theory on this? He believes that Mueller threw this all into the New York circuit... Because that's the easiest way to get at Trump's taxes. Get into some sort of money thing oh. in New York. They'll be able to get access to his taxes. Somehow bust him on that billion dollar write-off from years ago and make the family go broke by having to pay pay back their taxes. Wow. Seems pretty like a, a pretty elaborate scheme, but that's Rush
1: Limbaugh's theory. I, I heard a couple of rush theories. I'd missed that one.
0: I don't know about the paying back the billion dollars, right. but I think I think there's a lot of people would like to figure out a way to get the taxes because there there'd absolutely be ammunition in there. I know that the
1: wealthy and softig Floridian talk legend also believes that the Mueller probe is the Republican mainstream, the the really? power structure of the Republican Party trying to get rid of Trump. Really? Yeah. Wow, to, that's to a large interesting. Extent, yeah,
0: because he was right that it was the Republicans trying to do in the, the Tea Party,
1: right? Yes, it was the
0: Republicans that did in the Tea Party. Right. Could it be the Republicans that are trying to do in Trump? Interesting.
1: Pope Francis... Oh, well, you know, it's, I'm sorry. And yet another aside. Yes. I was talking to a gal over the weekend who has very, very different political views than I do, but it was a lovely and civil discussion. And, and one of the most interesting aspects of the conversation was that she had gotten fully pulled into the be afraid, be very afraid. Trump is like Hitler. He's going to open concentration camps. He's going to become a dictator, etc., cetera, et cetera, And I was trying to tell her in, in a respectful way Number one, the media, they're desperate for your eyes and ears. And fear draws eyes and ears like nothing else. If there's a hurricane bearing down on your house, if there's a wildfire heading for your, your living room, you're not going to turn off the TV. So they're trying to spread that sort of thing, number one. Number two, trust the institutions of the... Trust the Constitution. And I have made the point to her, the Republican Party wants desperately if Trump goes at all too far, and maybe he's already gone that far, wants desperately to bring him down. You're fine. Not only will the Democrats and the courts and Congress and the rest of it, the Republicans are afraid of Trump. So don't sweat it.
3: Pope Francis says he will not confirm or deny a claim from the Vatican's former ambassador to the U.S. at the Pontiff New in 2013 about sexual misconduct allegations against Cardinal Theodore McCarrick, the former Archbishop of Washington, D.C. Won't confirm nor deny. Nope. Nope. When asked by a reporter on a flight from uh, Ireland about the written statement by Archbishop Cario Vegano, in which he calls for the Pope to resign, Francis said, quote, It speaks for itself. He trusts journalists to judge for themselves. He said, it's an act of trust. I won't say a word about it. Yeah, they put out a statement
2: and says,
0: just refer to the statement.
2: Which
3: is not the way to handle
0: this sort of thing. Even if he's, you know, even if he didn't have knowledge. Stop going with the lawyerly sort of way to handle this. This is not the way people are are, going to feel comfortable that you finally got your arms around this mess. Probably the
1: wrong metaphor. Well, to... you want to try again, or I'll jump in. I was going to say to state the obvious: if you have the sort of organization where this sort of thing can happen, and then this thing yeah. stops happening, that doesn't mean you no longer have the sort of organization where this sort of thing can happen. They, you know, listen. I'm not a Catholic, but I am a human being, and it sure feels to me like something that's got to be torn down to the studs and and rebuilt.
3: There you go. That's a wrap. at your news. I'm Marshall Phillips, I'm Armstrong, and getting show the conscience of the nation.
1: How you do that with an institution like the Global Catholic Church, I don't have any idea. Man tries to roll under a
0: passing freight train just
1: like they do in the movies. How'd that go? Pay that off briefly when we come back.
0: Won't take long. Don't try that.
1: I have an hilarious and revealing story from a listener. Okay. But it has to do with Donald J. Oof. And I want to, like, take a break for a minute. Yeah before we do that. That's so why just anything but for the next 15 minutes. Sean, have you listened to Sasha Baron Cohen's Sit Down
0: with O.J. Simpson? I, I like I've that. I've
2: heard bits of it, yeah.
0: It's supposed to be painfully awkward. Maybe we'll bring you some of that. Everything
2: he, he does is... Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's his brand. That's his thing. <laughs> well, yeah, but it's, you know...
0: Well, yeah, there a, is the,
1: the, <laughs> the question of the murders. <laughs> he
0: tried to get O.J. to admit he murdered those people. Oh, boy. So we'll see how that went. Coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.
1: Armstrong and Getty. The Conscience. Of the, nation.
3: the Armstrong and Getty Show.
0: Hmm.
1: Details on the guy in the train in a second. Oh, boy. So we've mentioned CNN a couple of times in the last several minutes. Here's a nice note from Tim, Timothy. If TV ratings were golf scores, then CNN would be winning. You get it—the low score wins in that exciting sport. CNN is to news what the learning channel is to learning. They used to mostly be about reporting news, but now it seems like reality TV drivel. CNN has lower ratings than ancient aliens. Probably because ancient aliens is more believable. Wow. Someone who hates CNN is what Apparently, that is. That was Apparently, was, was so it would seem.
0: You know, uh, I, I think this is a fairly big deal. The, Vatican, the former Vatican top diplomat in the United States saying the Pope has to resign because he covered up sexual abuse. Hmm. I wonder if there's a chance that if you got this guy, maybe a couple more, the dam breaks. And a whole bunch of people who weren't involved or haven't been involved come forward and say, look.
1: We got to do something here. Just as long as it's not the sacrificial, you know, fitting somebody with the goat's horns and run them out of town, then the rest stays the same. Right. Which you get a lot. You, you take the head guy out, which is significant, certainly. But the whole infrastructure remains. The whole diseased infrastructure. whole yeah. diseased self-serving infrastructure.
0: Um, man tries to roll under passing freight train. Uh, a, impatience apparently drove a man waiting for a passing freight train at a Salt Lake City railroad crossing. That's an expensive thing to do. It'll cost you an arm and a leg.
1: <laughs> oh. I know.
0: I know. Uh, it looks like he just squatted down and tried to roll underneath it, like in the movies or something, said a Salt Lake City police department uh, officer. A video of the incident showed the man, believed to be in his 30s, trying to time his move to roll between the wheels of a 15-mile-per-hour train.
1: That's 15. That's a little fast. 15 is is exciting.
0: Yeah, I mean, I ride I ride next to my kids when they're on the bike to see how fast they're going because they always want to do that. 15's cruising along. Uh, yeah, you get the um,
1: speedometer, do you? Very advanced. The uh, Yeah,
0: 2 miles per hour is easy. 30 is suicide. 15? That's I would, interesting. I wouldn't do 2 to 5 miles an hour just because the... The penalty's so high for mistiming, even though it's really slow.
1: Yeah, but at but age 32?
0: Maybe at age 12. Huh. Um, but 15? Wow. Okay. How much of a hurry are you in, dude? Anyway, so he's crouched down trying to time his roll. He gets caught up in the train re- wheels and uh, gets squashed. Oh, no. It'd be pretty damn quick. I'll All the way that.
1: squashed? Well, he's dead. Oh, boy. That's squashed enough. That's a damn shame. Mm. No, it's not. Oh, Charles Darwin joining us in the studio. So, do we all How's know... How's the herd look? <laughs> Stronger, Dr. Darwin. <laughs> That's right. So, Sasha I'm through here.
0: Sasha Barrack <laughs> Barrett-Cohen hmm borat has this new TV show out on Showtime, and yes. he goes around uh, trying to fool people. He's and, got 12 times more publicity than viewers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But in this case, uh, finally he's taken on someone that we all agree we don't particularly like oj simpson so what is it
2: oj simpson so this is a a third character this is not his uh, israeli defense specialist that has right. been featured in many of his things this is not his internet uh, youtube star omg whiz bang, omg um, this is some this is some like italian kind of uh, interviewer okay. uh, The 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 part that he's playing and this is probably about Seven minutes into the interview, so he's actually talking to the juice.
1: Yeah, yeah, he's juice. got the juice. He got an You're interview. He's talking to Italian journalists. Juice. System. Okay. Listen, my business partner
0: is a Sheikh Mansour. Yeah, he wants a one-on-one, just with you and him. And he is obsessed about what happened the night
1: with the wife.
0: Yeah,
1: and he wants you to tell him. What wife? The one you shot. Well, first of all, she wasn't my wife. <laughs> Oh. We have been divorced in the Oh, Oh, yeah, yeah. Years, sorry, right. sorry. I'm sorry I didn't, I didn't know. It. Well, if he's obsessed, hey, look. We want you to be hundred percent truthful how you got away with it. That's what he was. Hey, wants to know. hey, hey, I didn't get away with nothing.
2: Yeah, hey, yeah, I didn't get away with anything with my wife either. Oh, she committed
1: suicide. Look out. Look out. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa! So so oh, 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 oh. boy. Oh, so a lot
2: of the quote unquote bit is they would do like on camera interview, and then he would send out his staff out of the room, and then he would try to, hey, between you and me. What I did, like, and he, he told this elaborate thing about how he took his wife up in a helicopter and pushed her out or whatever. Oh,
1: my God. I tell you what, the guy has absolutely granite cojones and or a, a complete, or he's a sociopath. <laughs> no, Sasha I, Baron Cohen, no, I mean, not want to say anything.
0: No, I kind of want to hear more of it. So, <laughs> just between you and me, I, I, I told my wife we were going for a ride in a helicopter and I pushed her out and I got away with it. So, how
2: did you do it? and then does o j bite on any level no 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 uh, he's he's very consistent in the the closest he gets is i think it's during the actual just like talking about the helicopter ride with with his wife he goes over for a high five and o j gives him the high five but he's still shaking he's like come on man you gotta you gotta stop with this um but uh, but yeah, that's that's kind of he does a lot of the things yeah. where he'll he'll mistake. Oh, you know the one you shot in an effort. <laughs> oh no no, I stabbed her. Oops, I mean. Oh okay, right, that's like, what he was trying. Uh, that's yeah, that, that's one of his his go to playbooks. You know as well. what? I I could see falling for that. Yeah. Shot her.
0: I like stabbed her.
1: Wait, <laughs> ah! <laughs> <laughs>
0: it's
1: like he's not really the juice anymore. Yeah, that's right, I Ross. It. I know it. We huh. were speculating yesterday. He's got the last week. He's got the CTE. OJ does. Although he seems pretty together. Does he? I mean, for a guy who's, you know, killed a couple of folks and yeah. kidnapped people in the name of reclaiming sports memorabilia. Come on, juice. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Then. So
0: John McCain said um, a couple of years ago, I had missed this. That you couldn't do the whole straight talk express thing that he did in 2000, where you sit on a bus and just talk to reporters endlessly. I saw a bunch of reporters over the weekend talking about how amazing that was. That he would talk to them for like nine hours about any topic, mm. just anything. Wow. Um, and he said you can't do that anymore with the whole Twitter. There's just there's there's not the relationship with the press where they will where you can just you know just openly talk and they'll pick out the stuff that's relevant and not try to exploit little chunks of a
1: sentence a personal aside a joke yeah
0: that sort of thing hey you uh, know,
1: listen don't talk about it but cindy's really blah 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 and so it's been a tough day for me and yeah you know, these days that would be on the air immediately
0: yeah yeah and he, he says you couldn't do that anymore
1: that's which really is
0: yeah which is tough it's yeah. tough we're gonna end up with a certain side of candidate certain sort of candidate maybe we already have um if you live in a world where you they can take part of any sentence you say and uh, try to turn it into an explosive story.
1: Yeah, there's uh, there's a piece in the Washington Post this morning about John McCain. In most, here's your headline: In most of the country, McCain is being lauded as a hero. On Arizona's GOP campaign trail, he's a pariah. Yeah, in it's, his home state, there, there's no doubt. It's
0: striking that this Republican is being treated the way he's being treated on all your mainstream media. And the only hate I'm uh-oh, hearing...
1: oh oh there's, danger. The, only there's hate, danger.
0: the only hate I'm hearing is coming from, uh, from the right. That's pretty interesting.
1: Because of his criticism and opposition to various things and various people, we weren't going to mention this segment. So, anyway. <laughs> that is interesting. I was in Arizona when he passed um, uh, with my folks and um, went to church, and, and he was lauded from the pulpit. Um, of course you know it was an older congregation mm-hmm. traditional values remembered when, etc but uh, can
0: you imagine I'm trying to think is there would there be any Democrat that could pass away and the uh, right wing media uh, talks about what a great person he was and your your super lefty shows there's a ah, traitor. I can't think of one. No. No. In short? No, I can't think of one. I mean, I've seen more hate. Well, I've seen only hate for McCain on the text line. Of course, that's what the text line is for, apparently. Uh, well, that's apparently, what the that's entire what...
1: internet is for. <laughs> hate. It's, it's a series hate. of tubes full of hate. Mm. All right, funny, funny story about New York New Yorkers and how that might
0: inform the way they look at the world. Facebook's unveiled its plan for the next election, all coming up on the Armstrong and Getty Show.